When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I am out of breath, but that's because we are so excited (laughs) to record this podcast on December 28th here. Just a couple days before the Lions take on the Cowboys. This is the last podcast we will be recording. Well, no, actually, maybe it won't be. We don't don't know yet, actually, when we'll be recording. We might do the night of the game, so I take that back. But either way, we got a big game coming up. The two-seed Hangs in the balance with the remaining two games in the season. If you recall from the last podcast, the Lions control their own destiny for the two seed. If they win out, they will have the two seed. If not, uh, the lowest they can go is and the a three. chance at the one seed. I thought a small, ch- yeah, an outside chance at the one seed, but at the very least, the two. We control. Yeah, the we two control seed. the destiny two seed. Outside chance at the one if the 49ers lose and we were to win out. Um, but either way, we're going to be talking about this Cowboys game uh, coming up on Saturday night in prime time. All in a moment, but before we do, let's get to the blue cool and crew that is here. So I'm Big Z. Let's get to the rest. We got Bob. What's up, gang? UJ. Hey, everybody. And Red Dog. Yo. All right, gentlemen. So uh, there's a few things to catch up on before uh, we get. And, and then oh, uh, I should be mentioning that Connor also will be joining in a moment here on the podcast as well. Um so, yes, uh, but anyways, the Lions five and a half point underdogs going into Dallas this week. Uh, but before we kind of get into the game and the matchups and things of that nature, there's a couple things of note. Um, CJ Gardner Johnson uh, will not be playing this week, which is a little bit of a bummer. I'd like to see him out there for a game or two. Get back in game sheet, game uh, reps. Uh, uh, and uh, Connor, if it, I think you just yes. joined. If, Hi. Uh, if you can hear me. Sorry. Uh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Connor's on. Uh, no, you're good. You're good. We heard some rustling. And then, uh, so, but getting back to it, CJ Garner Johnson ruled out uh, Cam Sutton's questionable. Uh, I think we need him out there for sure. We're already thin at the cornerback position, as, as we all know. Um, and Brock Wright's out again. But some good news is that... Uh, um, Houston? Yes, thank you. James Houston <laughs> is practicing... For the first time, so he can start. There's a 21 day window for them to assess if he can be activated or not. So they, if he is not able to go, then he's out for the year in that 20 after the 21 days, or they put him out. Did you say if he was not able to go? (laughs) (laughs) He did. Oh man! Oh boy! 
You have, like you have a couple scared characters me for on a, here that scared me for a second. Building you. Me. I mean, you said it. Um, hey, Z, <laughs> did they elevate Bruce Irvin this week or no? Uh, not yet, as far as I, I didn't see any news. I don't yet. think they have. Houston. They still have a. I think they still have one or two openings on the roster that they could fill by tomorrow. Right, because yeah. tomorrow. so Trevor Nawaski right. well, anyway. and Chase Lucas got cut. I, I would imagine one or both of them come back to the practice squad. Probably both. Um, yeah, we we really would like to see Nawaski stick around if he can. Um, and then. Uh, Jace Cabinda was activated to the current roster. So that'll be interesting. We haven't seen him out there in a long time. Um, and the Lions yeah, seem yeah. to be doing just That's fine true. without him. <laughs> yeah. And arguably more versatile in some ways uh, out of the backfield than what Cabinda can provide. He's a better blocker than what they have. But uh, you know, uh, then Rodrigo? I mean, at least on short downs, I'm sure it's a big plus to have him there. Um, but either way, th- those are kind of all the injury uh, updates for the Lions. Uh, CJ, but again, I, I really wanted to see CJ Gardner Johnson out there. Hopefully, he's out there next week. They gotta throw him well. out there. I want to some needs, game reps. For they the can't throw start. him out there rusty. Yeah. Well, you never know. Bob Sanders came back for the playoffs with no uh, regular. <laughs> oh, here we go yeah. again. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Flacco hey, came up. It's not a Colts his, podcast. Joe Flacco came up his couch and he's he's. Hey, it's a favorable analogy. Yeah, there you go. So Joe you Flacco. Go. Joe yeah. Flacco can do it. I CD could do it. Yes, different positions, <laughs> but sure. Yeah, no, no real connection, but okay. But, uh, <laughs> that's all we're about. Um, nonetheless, um, and yeah, I think you're about to mention Taylor Decker, Rudd Dog, but he's good. He'll be good to go this week. Okay, right. so he was like, because the report I read made it sound like he was out. Like it wasn't just like a rest day. I, I, yeah, he, I mean, I, yeah, but he's uh, he's had a groin thing going, a groin injury, and I think they're just nursing it along. I don't, I think he'll play. Yeah, but uh, right, Dan Campbell right, said he's good. He's good. He'll be out there. We're just being smart with him. That's a direct good. quote. Uh, or unless UJ, you want to you want to do with the Dan Campbell voice? I don't the correct Dan Campbell voice. Yeah. Trying to redeem yourself from a well, couple episodes ago. Well, he's he's you know we're kind of day to day, you know, uh, kind of you know, he's we're gonna check it out in a week or two. I don't know. He, he might be okay. I wouldn't we'll call see. that a redemption necessarily. <laughs> <UJ's>. <laughs> I don't know who that was. So. You need to go on a quest to refine your Dan Campbell. Sound man. like a guy that's been smoking for 20 years. Um, <laughs> just like an old Burgess old. Meredith. Yeah. I think that there wasn't like... a single brother in there. <laughs> well, <Man>. anyways, um, <laughs> that's all the news on those fronts. Um, but now, uh, and I believe uh, Iffy was defensive player of the week for the NFC. Yes, he as was. Well. So that's pretty cool to see. Um, Absolutely, but now the let let let's dive into this game a little bit. This no, is a Cowboys Zach, team. I saw that... um, uh, I saw to so, oh. Zach. Sorry, producer. No, go ahead. Producer. I saw um, Cam Sutton was on the injury report today. He didn't practice due to a toe injury. He's questionable. Yes, he's questionable. As a yeah, that's what I mentioned. Uh, he's questionable. But if he did not practice today, that's not a good sign. Um, but yeah, I bet and they did. At least they didn't have to call a, a tow truck, though. I don't. I don't think. Oh. <laughs> is it just because it's the end of the year or something, you guys? What's <laughs> this is another level thus far? Comedic genius is what it is. And we are. <laughs> yeah. We are six and a half minutes in. <laughs> yeah. It only gets better from here. We're on an ascent, just like the lions. Yes. Keep there you the top, go, baby. Um. So 
this is a, a Cowboys team that a lot of people thought might be the best in the NFL at one point, but the last two games have proved otherwise against two good teams on the road. They got dominated on the ground by the Bills. And then the Dolphins, they, they played them closer. They played them tougher. Um, but nonetheless, uh, no, no go. Uh, they lose 22-20 in Miami, a game they probably should have won. Um, blew it at the end. Uh, and now this is a Cowboys team that is, well, at least by point differential and record, probably one of the top two best home teams this year in the NFL. So the Lions have their hands full traveling into Dallas. Uh, but there, there's some, you know, this is a vulnerable team, a lot more vulnerable than people thought only a couple of weeks ago, even. Um, but as I mentioned, the Lions, all teams are five, vulnerable. Five, five and a half. I've seen six point underdogs. Uh, that's disrespectful right there. And I love that the Lions had that little extra. Stupid edge, at least. Uh, you know, being the underdogs coming in this game. It's a great place to be. The Lions haven't been there too much this year. They've been the favorites in nearly every game uh, yeah. this year. So it's nice yeah. to see them in that underdog role because they'll probably have to be in that role too in the playoffs at some point, uh, especially if they like were to travel to San Francisco. Hopefully. Uh, Hopefully we get there. Yeah, but, I mean, how do you guys feel about... So, the strength of this team is Dak Prescott and the passing offense, especially C.D. Yeah. Lamb. Uh, I, I want to throw this over to Bob first. Uh, how do we think the Lions can slow down C.D. Lamb and this passing offense for the Cowboys? Yeah, I I mean, it's going to be tough. I think uh, they do have their hands full this week, especially at home with Dallas. They're they're just a different level when they're at home. Yeah. And uh Lamb, he's going to get some catches. I think we're what they they're going to have to do is more creative blitzing like we did last week. Um kind of mixing it up from different areas, uh surprising on the blitz and just keep the pressure on him uh on uh, Dak. But you know, they're those those backs are going to be really challenged this week, I think. Definitely. Yeah, UJ. Yeah, I, I kind of agree with Bob there uh but I, I'll add to that, uh, we got to hit C.D. Lamb very hard whenever we get a chance. And, we, and these receivers, we, we got to jack them up, man. Like, uh, <laughs> get as much pressure as we can and just let's hit the hell out of these guys and uh, and make them regret going out for passes. And uh, I think that'll help our cause a little bit because uh, I don't think Dallas is going to be able to run on us. I really don't. And it's going to be up to uh, Prescott in that passing game. So. Yeah, we're gonna get you know we'll get torched a few times probably, but uh, you know in the end I think I think we'll come out ahead. But let's just hit these guys, man. Tee them up and jack them up and <laughs> yeah. make make them regret it, baby. That's, yeah. that's all I can say. So, Love it. So the Cowboys um, at home have won by 20, 35, 23, uh, 32, 35, 6, and twenty. So they, uh, no, but. The caveat is that it was against the Jets, the Patriots, the Rams before their current form, the Giants, Washington Commanders, and the Seahawks, and then Eagles. So, uh, half I would say eighty percent of those were bottom three teams in the league, but nonetheless, a, a very different like a good team, team as well. at home. It sounds like um, all wins, yeah. uh, all five of their losses have come on the road. Uh, they are a different team at home. Um, but Rudd Dog, how do you think the Lions, you know, do you look forward to the challenge of them being on the road here um, in an environment like Dallas? 
no, I really wish we could be at home in the perfect environment and like all the other team was injured. No, this is freaking great. I'm with Dan Campbell. This is what you you live for, man. This is go- going into a home team like a home like place like that what you just described, a team that is dominant at home and going in there and getting a chance to, you know, dethrone them in their own house is is such a great opportunity. Uh I think they this team is salivating over it. And I think the defense is going to start where it's always started for this defense this year. We got to stop that run game for Dallas. I, I agree with you, Jay. I think we will. But, I mean, they th- they thrive off the play action as much as we do, from what I understand, or at least similarly. And uh, if you stop that run, uh, it makes it a lot harder for them to get going. Put that on Dak's arm. Make Dak throw a bunch of throws. You know, maybe he'll get some shots just like freaking Mullins did, but if he's just throwing all day and we can get him off rhythm with a decent pass rush too, like I think we take that game. But you got to stop by, uh, start by doing what we do best, which is stopping the run. And that's, you know, they're, they're going to want to run it. They're a tougher team than we face in the run game in probably a while. Yeah, and I, I think a lot of that yeah. depends on their health too. They're missing their left tackle, Tyron Smith, uh, last week. And he's a he's huge, diff- he's a huge different maker, difference maker for this offensive line under the Cowboys. Like yeah, our rag now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely the MVP of this offensive line. Zach Varden, maybe you could say too. Um, he's been around for a long time. Um, but Connor, just your initial thoughts on this on this matchup and where the uh, Lions can yep. uh, exploit this Cowboys team. Uh, well, I agree with all of you, but I'll just say I think this could come down to the individual performances in the backfield. If Cam Sutton hopefully plays has a great game, if, if he has another great game, if Kirby has another great game, and we can be positive on the turnover differential and score first, I think we can just grind this one out, and it's going to be close. But uh, this our O-line's healthy, and I really like our odds when our O-line's healthy. So I think it's going to yeah. come down to a few players on defense making a couple stud plays, and we'll spend a lot of the day being like, ah, what the hell's going on? But I think... I think Ify's going to cook again, and Kirby. I'm having a good feeling about them secondary this week. And Connor, how soon do you think you'll be calling for uh, Aaron Glenn's head? Uh, <laughs> well, I, that was what I was, was going to follow up and ask him, like, where are you on the Aaron Glenn train right now after last week? You know, like, we, we need the update. Hey, it's definitely encouraging that it took him almost three years to learn how to disguise a blitz. You know, that's, that's the quick learning you want to see in your defensive coordinators. Um, but uh, I don't know. It is what it is with him. You know, you got to lean on your guys and hope they make plays and hopefully our offense continues to hum and we can overcome some deficiencies in that side of the ball. So not a ringing endorsement by any means uh, right there. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, kind of a doesn't really deserve a ringing a endorsement in my opinion, but I mean, the defense has gotten better, so that's encouraging. Yeah, he's just deep, yeah. deep ch- channel heading a 10 or a, what are we now? A 10 and 4 Team. We are 11, 11 and 4, four 11 and 4, uh, 11 and four defense. I'm really very much contributing to, to all those wins. How much of a difference James Houston and Gardner Johnson make when they return? Because a lot of people think it's going to completely oh, change man, the defense. And it could. Um, I'm very excited to see. Like Bob yeah, Sanders. Yeah, for the- me too. Oh, uh, boy. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm a little skeptical of like major impacts, uh, especially like Houston's not. Probably won't be used in the run game at all. He's literally going to be using like this third and long <laughs> situations. Um, I agree. Then, well, Cedric Garner Johnson was different. That's why I knew we need to get him in the game shape because uh, he'll at least provide depth in the secondary at the very least. 
if Aleem can come back too, that's that's the, probably the bigger one. He's an important one too. He's an important one too. I'm not sure where he is. I will say CJ is probably the biggest like just game changer we like have waiting in the ranks. Totally, potentially come back. That dude would led the league in interceptions last year. Even though he kind of had a weird start to the season here, like he was all around the ball every time. (laughs) He was looking like he was gonna be getting a lot of turnovers this year if he stayed healthy. But so I think he could be a real game changer, especially with the emergence of Iffy back there and Kirby hitting stride. Branch. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm getting so excited just thinking about it. <laughs> well, as we're getting excited thinking about it, let's hop into our prediction segments. We, we got two of them. Um, and we want to make this a quicker episode. No guest picker, no den this week, uh, you know, with the holidays and everything like that. So let's just jump right into it. We have our first prediction segment that, of course, is entry or no, that's just so we don't have that. <laughs> that is our roar of the week. Arr. That, of course, is maybe not the player with the best stats or anything of that nature. The player that you think will have the biggest impact on this game. And I'm going to throw this over to Rudd Dog to start Ooh. your roar of the week. Who, you know. I think the roar of the week this week is going to be Jared Goff because I think, you know, there's a, a decent expectation that he's going to be harassed a bit by the likes of uh, Micah Parson. But, but I think, while I do think the O-line for the most part will keep it in check, I think Jared Goff's going to do a really good job in the pocket this week and, uh, and you know, step up, have some good awareness and, and mitigate some of Parson's effects on the game himself. And he's going to be just dishing it out like he did last week and hitting all his targets and just keeping that offense humming and, and just moving baby. So Jared Goff is my roar of the week. All right, there we go. You got Jared Goff. Let's throw this over to Bob. All right. Uh, yeah. My roar of the week. Let me think. Da, 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 da. I think it's gonna be a big offensive game for the lions. So I'm going to go offense this week. And I'm going to go with uh, one Samuel Joseph Laporta, our tight end. He's going to have a, a, a big game on a big stage, you know, which I think love or hate the Cowboys. They're a marquee matchup. And it's going to be at night. It's going to be sweet under the lights. So Sam Laporta is going to have a big game offensively, at least 100 yards and a couple tutties. This is middle name. Really? Roar of the week. Oh, Sam Laporta. My goodness. Only on this podcast wow. you get a da 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 and a roar at the end. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So Bob is Sam Laporta. Let's throw it over to Connor. You know, uh, I'm just going to keep riding with my secondary, and this is a very basic pick at the moment, but I think Iffy is going to have another great game, and I think he's going to have another fourth quarter interception that won't seal the game, but it'll like put us firmly in the driving seat. Um, so I'm gonna say Iffy is my of the week. And that's also thanks to Aaron Glenn for putting him in the right position to succeed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, thank you, Aaron. Thank you, Aaron. That was implied, I think. It was implied, yeah. But thank you for saying All it right. out loud. All right. So Iffy Melafonwu. Iffy Atu Melafonwu officially is his name. Uh is Connor's roar of the week, UJ? Okay, uh, I've been thinking about this one, and the, the, the key to this game, us winning this game, is controlling the line of scrimmage and running the ball up the gut. 
So my roar of the week is Jamie G, baby. Jameer Gibbs, Jamie G. He's going to have a huge game, huge game on the, on, the, on the world stage. And this is the one that's going to make him, they're going to, you know, crown him the next superstar of the league. That's what this game's going to do for him. Oh, yeah. Jamie <laughs> G, baby. He's going to have a huge game, 100-plus yards on the ground, plus probably a bunch of yards in the past game and at least two touchdowns. Jamie G is my roar of the wow. <laughs> All right. Well, beautiful, beautiful. And the, um, I don't know. Did you guys watch that Bills Cowboys game uh, a couple of weeks ago? Yeah. I did not. The, yeah. J- Josh Allen threw 15 passes in that game. The Bills ran 49 times for 266 yards. <laughs> Holy um, smokes. That is a great recipe for success, possibly against this uh, defense of the Cowboys. Uh, and uh, so I just wanted to note that as a hey, can, and, can, and can I know one more thing here? I don't think we've discussed this or talked about it. Anybody's mentioned it in the last couple of weeks, but we've been taking the ball after winning the toss like two or three times now. Mm. Oh, yeah. I think. But should we and, do uh, these work? Isn't that interesting? Our record is I mean, much better is... when we score first, I think, is the logic. But it was always, you know, the yeah. expectation you, you win the toss. You, you don't want the ball in the second half, you know, mm-hmm. not yeah. Patricia. We, we've been. We've been going contrary to that. So Patricia, well, I went think uh, since they saw Eberflus do it against the Lions, they were like, "I'm going to learn from this guy." This <laughs> Eberflus, we're going to yeah. do. I think yeah. Dan Campbell's an instinctive guy, though. and he likes sometimes he likes to get the offense the ball first. Like my coach in college did that too. Like we would just take it because yeah. it's just you just want to go and just take the initiative, and you know, so damn like the the technicality of it's you know technically better to get it back at the for end of the or beginning of the second half you just take that initiative did and you guys run see away. the uh the packers game the guy uh he went out to call the toss the oh, packers he wasn't Alexander? elected a captain yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, he and, called the toss and he almost messed it up too and he he almost gave them the ball both halves but the ref <laughs> helped him out with it yes but, uh, <laughs> and now he got suspended a game because of that so yeah oh, weird. <laughs> by his own team by his own team he got suspended yeah, kind of nutty. Uh, Weird. Yeah, really bizarre. But he called the toss right. But he just messed up his pick. It's good to see the Packers looking like a dumpster fire. Um, there. Uh, I here. I'll throw it over to producer Kid J. Who's your roar of the week? Producer Kid J. Sorry. Yeah, my oh, with my us. my roar of the week is um. I think it's going to be just a, you know like a, like what UJ said it's going to be a real ground and pound game but I think um David Montgomery is going to get um is going to get a couple goal line I think the Lions are going to carry it right down to the goal line and um they're going to um uh, David Montgomery is going to get two touchdowns for like 95 yards and just be that steadying mm. steadying force that he's been all year so he's my roar of the week All right nice. All right it's beautiful I care I love the money Beautiful. And I should mention the over under in this game is 52 and a half. Pretty high, especially for NFL games this year. Um, one of the highest we'll see all year. <laughs> Guess the people don't have much faith in our defenses. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my roar of the week is going to be the guy that's going to help keep Jared Goff clean and let this op- offense operate against Micah Parsons. That's Panay <laughs> Sewell. I think Panay Sewell is going to have the best game of his of the year against Micah Parsons. Uh, who who mostly lines up on that side? He'll, I'm, I'm him and Decker. I mean, will have their fair share against him, but um, I think Sewell will be matched up with him most. Parsons also the favorite right now for defensive player of the year. 
Um, so I, I do like the matchup with Sulo. I think he's been playing great the last few weeks. Um, and his confidence is riding high right now. I love that. And uh, you know, I, I, I this is just a matchup I, I want to see. This is this is like this is what you want. You want to go against the best, right, in the league to really measure yourself. So this is a Plus great it's test. It's a draft matchup too. Yeah, draft matchup. Yeah. Um, that, yeah, that's a great point. That's a great point, Red Dog. So hey Z, that's interesting that you picked this because uh, I remember you saying that. Uh, Hutch is like one tenth of the player of Micah Parsons. I definitely did not say that. He's a different. <laughs> I think it was one twentieth, Bob. One fiftieth. So that's, maybe that's I said Micah Parsons is a better player currently than Hutch, which is uh, a like little more abusive, better, I think. But uh, which is okay. definitely true. Uh, you were like lamenting. You were like, "Damn, if only we had Micah Parsons." Him? Yeah, would you yeah. trade him straight up right now, Z? Yes. Wow. <laughs> I would. I think Parsons is better. That's wow. disgusting to me. Wow, I'm kind of queasy now. Can you want Dak? I love Hutch. Don't get me wrong, but Parsons is obviously not. Do not. Oh, it's like talking to Jerry Jones over here, man. Yeah, you probably would have drafted Jalen Carter over Jameer Gibbs too. No, I didn't. Yeah, I, <laughs> no. So. Either way, Panay Sewell is my roar of the week. Everyone had a different roar this week. We did. We did. You yeah, stuck to one guy. We stopped we cheating. Yeah. 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 Zach, I, I thought know. you were about to say the the O line. <laughs> I was going to say that. Gonna, the I was just going to go the whole Lions field. offense. I was going to like take half the team. Uh, yeah. <laughs> anyways. All right. So let's dive into it now. Let's get into our ever world famous predictions. So Lions five and a half or six point underdog, depending where you find it. 52 and a half is the over under there. And this game is on Saturday night, December 30th, 715 Central, 815 Eastern in prime time where the Lions have dominated in five straight games in prime time. It's a great matchup for them. So let's go around the horn. Let's give our predictions. And this time we'll start with Connor. All right. I I do think uh, it's going to be a high scoring affair. Um, and I do think we're going to rely on our run game early, and we're going to get torched a few times, but I think we're going to steady the ship. I'm going to say 34-28 Lions uh, with a last touchdown drive that takes up a lot of the clock to seal the game. Um, and Goff's going to have two touchdown passes, and Gibbs is going to rush for two. Beautiful. Yeah. All right. So that's one for the Lions. Let's go to Red Dog. Hmm. Yeah, this is going to be a tough game. You know, this is a good team. I think they're going to score first with a touchdown. And then it's just going to be lights out, baby. D steps up. Iffy steps up. Hutch steps up. I think Hutch is going to break out for his first multiple sack game in a minute and get after Dak. Uh, they're not going to score again, and the Lions are just going to keep on scoring on a way to a 42-7 to victory. And just running away with it. And any idea that we're pretenders is just gone out the window, baby. Goff's going to be the maestro. Gibbs is going to go off. Monty's going to go off. I'm predicting 200 yards on the ground rushing at, at least. Uh, and uh, a tutty for Gibbs and Monty. And Laporta, J-Mo. Yeah, something like that. And 42-7, to baby. Detroit Lions roar to victory. All right, there we go. Beautiful score, forty-two seven. Red Dog gets the under uh, in this game. Oh no! Wait, uh, <laughs> a low-scoring. What was uh, this game for Red What Dog, was the yeah. score there? What was it? Forty-two to seven. Okay. Wow. 
Red Dog's feeling pretty pessimistic tonight. I yeah. didn't Drink predict Kool-Aid, 300 yeah, to six. <laughs> All right, let's throw this over to you, Jay. All right. Well, you know, a lot of people are thinking, well, Dallas is not come home, that home cooking, and the Lions just won, and they're basking in the glory of their first NFC North you know, division championship and all that. And they think, well, the lions are going to relax a little bit, you know, soften up a bit. I, I see the opposite here. Uh, I think this team's going to, this is that they have a lot to play for right now. And I, I think that celebration we saw after the, after they won last week lasted about 15 minutes. Okay. <laughs> and then it, then it's back to business and something Taylor Decker said in the locker room after the, after the, the game, he says, are right, you guys, we we got the league to respect us. Now we want them to fear us. Mm-hmm. And these guys are believing that stuff, right? So they're going to go in there. They they still have messages to send to the world and to the NFL. So they're going to come out really good in this game. Uh, I I think it will be a competitive game. I think it's going to be thirty one to twenty one. And I think what's going to carry us in the end is our run game. And uh, I think like a couple of other people mentioned. I think Road Dog mentioned we're going to run at them hard. I mean we're going to. We're going to shred them up the middle. We're just going to just tear through them. Goff is going to do what he has to do to keep the chains moving. And our run game is going to take over, especially in the second half. So 31 to 21 is my prediction. Beautiful. All right. Beautiful. Another Lions win prediction. We are all for the Lions this far. Interesting. Wow. It's just Interesting. unreal. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. All right. So let's go over to Bob. All right. Uh, well, first of all, I want to give my my wife, Heather, she wanted me to give her score and roar this week. So 36-31 Lions and uh, Amon Ra is her roar of the week. So also fellow Lions. Ah, I like that. Um, such, so a this bo- game... such a boring pick, Bob. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, because Amon Ra. Yeah. Yes, oh, yes, that, yes. That's what Rundog <laughs> would say. <laughs> uh, yes, yes. <laughs> but uh, uh, UJ, what you were saying earlier got me thinking uh, about the... Uh, how we're going to got to hit those uh, receivers on Dallas and get a, I think if they, they're going to come out really physical, like you're saying, like, cause that, that, that Kansas city game, when we started the season, the lions were super physical. They were crushing everybody. And I think that's the attitude, the tone they set at the beginning of the year. And like Campbell says, they're not getting better. They're the same team they've been all year. You know, they're just doing their thing. And I, I think they're going to continue that this week. And, uh, they, I think they, they had a lot of pride on that team, especially the old guard with uh, who've been here, and they want that number two seed or the bye if they can get it. You know, they're going to keep playing hard. So I think they're going to come out fighting this game. But Dallas, super tough in Texas when they play there. Their offense is it's just a different beast when they're in Dallas for whatever reason. So I think they're going to score some points. But I also think the Lions are clicking right now, and they're going to score a lot of points. So I'm seeing, uh, like I said, a big leaf from Laporta. I think we're going to have one broken from uh, JMO, at least one big, big play for him, long touchdown. And uh big, big, exciting game. Take the over. I'm going to say 45-31 Detroit oh. Lions. Whoa. So big, Whoa. high-scoring uh, game. Embarrass them. Embarrass them. Man. So that is my prediction. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love it. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's another one for the Lions. Everybody so far has predicted a Lions victory. We might have something wow. rare happen on this podcast. Kid J. My my prediction is I think it's gonna be a high scoring game. The I think the um uh the Cowboys are just gonna have as much success in the passing game as the Vikings did last week. Um 
I think the Lions will be able to keep up. But um, so I think the Lions will be victorious in this, um, thirty-five to thirty-one. Ooh, right. oh, close one! Wow, game, that's an entertaining game right, right there. Yeah. Well, All right, but he has the Lions. Can I make one off the cuff uh, Detroit sports prediction? All right. Uh, yeah. I I think the Detroit Lions finish with more wins than the Detroit Pistons <laughs> this year. <laughs> that looks pretty safe yeah. right now. As, as, as we <laughs> as we record this tonight, they blew a like a twenty point lead against the Celtics, lose their twenty ninth straight game, <laughs> uh, and they haven't won a game since the Rangers were up one zero in the World Series yeah. in October. <laughs> it's just funny at this point. Man. Did you guys know like the uh, the the Tigers have the worst record in MLB history for a season. Yep. The Lions obviously have the longest losing streak and worst record in NFL history. The Pistons track have the worst um, record in <laughs> NBA history, and the Red Wings also own the NHL's worst record in NHL history yep. for a single season. So. Wow, that's Detroit, <laughs> great Detroit. for you. That's like a royal flush. They come back strong. Man. It makes the highs like, seem that much higher. That's right. Yeah. That is yep. absolutely correct. Absolutely. We've been in the deepest valleys. Well, uh, UJ, you mentioned we're going to run all over them. It, that made me think of the quote from Rudy where he goes, we're going to go. Well, it's a quote of a quote, I guess, from a Notre Dame coach. We're going to go out inside. We're going to go outside, inside and outside. We're going to go get them on the run, boys. Let's get them on the run. We're going to keep them on the run. We're going to go, 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 go. We're not going to stop until we get across that goal line. This, is, this team, <laughs> they say, is is good. Well, I think we're better than them. They can't look us. So what do you say, man? <laughs> Uh, I had to pull up the quote. I don't know that off the out there by heart, go. unfortunately. There you go, Big Z. But uh, <laughs> when you were talking about it, I was running around. I, mean, I just brought up that quote for me in my head. But um, anyways, I think the Lions will be doing that. I think we have over 200 yards rushing this game. We have been running it extremely efficiently. I think the Lions want to keep this Dallas offense, especially at home, um, off the field as long as possible. If they can maintain that two-to-one time of a possession advantage like we had last week, that would be a beautiful thing. It's hard to do, um, but either way, I think over 200 yards rushing, and I have us winning. Um, I, I had 31-24 as my final score, Ooh. and that was my prediction. I think David Montgomery does have a couple touchdown runs, and Jameer Gibbs has another touchdown, and the last touchdown will be to Sam Laporta. I'm also wow. near the goal line. Even St. Brown out. Yeah, I am, but he'll have uh, about 70 yards receiving because, uh, again, I think we're going to be more focused on the the run game and St. Brown just, you know, he'll step up on those third downs, get the automatic first down like he always does. Um, Z, you, your, your game sounds like a, uh, a chess match between McCarthy and uh, Campbell. You know, like, it's like Khan and Spock, you know, it's one of those mind games. Whoever gets that last Well, I love Dan Campbell in that. Uh, in a mind game matchup, that's for sure. Do you think Dan's, I laugh at your superior intellect. <laughs> He's yeah. going to be all angry. Are these Star Trek jokes? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ben Johnson will be like, Johnson will be like, he demonstrates two dimensional thinking. <laughs> He's like the Spock. Definitely Spock. Definitely. <laughs> hey, Dan, I, 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 I love it. I get the I context, uh, I think. If you haven't seen right, Rat the Con, so you got to see Rat the Con. Our nerdy audience will love it. So you know what, rat the, like rat great, the con, run the con. It actually works. Like Dan Campbell is like the the Kirk, like the the wild like gunslinger type, flying by yeah. the seat of his pants, and and Ben's the, the Kirk or Spock. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a good guy. 
And then and Glenn is bones and uh... Glenn is bones for sure. <laughs> Damn it, Jim. Damn it, Dan. I'm giving it all. She's. I don't know, Dan. Is bones a Star Trek character as well? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so. <laughs> you got to who's the con after this? It's a hallmark. She, Sheila Ford is a Uhura. Uhura. <laughs> I'm giving it all she's all right, got. This is in. starting to get a little <laughs> stretching. <but. laughs> no, Scotty is Pip. <laughs> Pip. <laughs> Pip, I mean. Not Pip. Uh, all right. Jared, Jared Goff yes. is Sulu. How about that? So, I'm at- <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. So, um, that's the George Takai character, right? Yes. I know that one. At least. Oh, my. Yeah. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to think of all this. Uh, it's the um, end of the season pod. Have a little fun, Big Z. Not only is it the end of the season pod, it's the end of the year. Uh, clearly, <laughs> yeah, you guys are ready for the new year to start time. at this <laughs> point. Uh, hey, yeah, hey, it, wow. is it is it true or not that there's only two teams in this league who went uh, without a win? Right, that was us and Cleveland, right? The, yeah, um, yep. yeah. And now no, there was the Cle- Owen like uh, 15 Dolphins, wasn't it? No, Tam- I, I believe the Tampa Bay Buccaneers went 0-13 one, one year. Just we were 0-16 um, the first. Yeah, we're the first. We're the and then the Browns did it. And the Browns did it. This is like we the first time this. the Browns and Lions have had 10 wins each since like the 50s, right? Well, that's what I'm saying. Look, look, at what's, look at the direction this is all headed now. This literally could be two teams that at one time in recent history went 0-16 meeting in the Super Bowl. You got two former Super Bowl wow. quarterbacks potentially there. Flacco I'd be if the Browns made the Super Bowl, but Joe Flacco's balling yeah, out. Would be wild. I don't know. He is balling out. Their defense is really good. yards against the Jets tonight on the first half. So yeah, uh, crazy. Yeah, it's wild. But anyway, I just think pondering that thought. For some <laughs> yeah, we go through the Rams. <laughs> to... So on all these <laughs> notes, I think we're gonna yeah. wrap it up here, especially. On that uh, note, um, hey Jay, producer, should we keep Star Trek in the pod? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, I think. Uh, I no, we should. We are. I know we, we are. are. And then, if in <laughs> fact, if you started this, I'm going to suggest a title. Uh, this is our second podcast of the week, so it could be Podcast Two: The Wrath of Z. Cause Z, is yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah. Like yes. Z, uh, yeah. Man. love it, love it. Is love that it. a is that a Star Trek title? Yes, that's the oh movie we were God. just quoting. Oh, we need to get Bobby drunk so he can tolerate us. You got to watch some some movies, bro. I guess so. I guess so. Big Z only watches Ford vs. Ferrari. He doesn't watch Star Trek. <laughs> Great movie. Only Ford vs. Ferrari. It is a good, good movie. movie. Well, Die Hard's my all time favorite movie. So, all Great right. Christmas movie. Oh, and Dan Die Campbell Hard. is like. All right, <laughs> let's wrap this up. Damn, so we want to thank. Yeah, so I keep it short. Not then we went about eight minutes longer there <laughs> at the end. But that's okay. Was that a digression? Yes. If first of all, I want to thank our listeners, especially if you've gotten to this point in the podcast, because you are truly we really love you. If you're and here, we really still. appreciate you. Woo-hoo. Um, and you. yeah, so thank you. Ever so thank you if you've downloaded the uh, you know the podcast from spotify apple or wherever you get your podcast we greatly appreciate that please leave a review if you can um thank you to sidelinereport.com for supporting the podcast greatly appreciate them yeah. uh, instagram at drinking a blue kool-aid twitter slash x at drinking lions follow us on there let us know your thoughts about this lion team let's see your predict predictions uh about the upcoming game this saturday in dallas 
Um, and then, of course, we want to thank our producer, KJ. 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 We're crushing it every week of this year and in 10 That's in the game. Oh, yeah. Um, and, you know, I think that's everything that I had on my list. So, other than that, uh, we greatly appreciate everybody for listening. Enjoy this game on Saturday night. Hopefully, we'll get a pod out to you uh, right before the end of the new year uh, reacting to that game. It'll be a big one. Uh, we can't wait to watch it. So, thank you, everybody. Have a great weekend ahead of you. Enjoy your Saturday nights, and we'll be back as soon as we can. Other than that, thank you, everybody, for listening. And last but not least, as always, go! Go! go. Forward down the field, a charging team that will not yield. And when the blue and silver wave, stand and cheer the brave. Rock, rock, rock. Go hard, win the game. With honor, you will keep your fame. Down the field and gain alliance victory. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.